0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to a somber slash spooky episode of Beer League. It is, what the hell date is it? It is October 29th. 29th. Yep. We are here uh, mourning the death of our beloved Chicago Bears. Uh, the only people that showed up to this funeral, uh, we're skipping the wake, by the way. We're doing no open casket, we're just
1: burying them. They're just burying, yeah, it's uh, over.
0: Myself, Joe, and beer. Johnny had to work late. He swears that this is the last time he'll miss an episode. I think we got to start making like a swear jar for him. Yeah, a dollar in every time. Yeah, every time you miss a podcast, you have to bring us food or something. Yeah. But let's keep it on the somber note. We're going to shake things up a little different this week. I know we normally do the rundown. We're going to hop right into our eulogy of the Chicago Bears. Um. Bears Nation, we're done. We're finished. Uh, We spent all offseason, our whole focal point was, you know, finding the kicker, finding the kicker. Uh, What happened? I mean, come on. I mean, yes, Nagy's coaching, we're going to get in a lot of that, a lot of Nagy coaching, but a 41-yarder should be money for him. So, yeah. I mean, just overall, as a Bears fan, how am I feeling right now? Sad. Sad is one. Frustrated is another. Um, this is not going to be one of those. It's going to be like a roast of the Bears where you forget to say the nice stuff at the end. Did you say that's fair?
1: Yeah. Um, the Bears uh, went ahead and disappointed us this week. Lost to the Chargers. And the most Chargers way to lose as well. We lost... With the Chargers' move, missing a should have been a good field goal. There are a lot of a lot of things this week that uh, you know did not did not spell good signs. We uh, we knew that Mitch was probably not the guy. We still believed in Nagy a little bit, uh, but after this week and the press conferences this week, uh, Nagy just you know is starting to look a little bit questionable as well. Uh, do you want to? Do want to start? Is there anything specific you want to start with with the Bears? Or? I think
0: with the Bears this week we got to go T to B, top to bottom. Okay, uh, let's start off with Nagy. Um, I know we both watched that press conference. I, I was like, I was stand, I was you know standing up for him all last week. I still don't put all of the blame on him. I put more of the blame on, um, Mitch Trubisky. And what I was saying to you right before we just started recording is, I want him. I mean, I don't want him to badmouth the players. I'm not saying that. But I want him to stop with this arrogant, know-it-all attitude and admit what he's really doing. When he talks about, you know, you could have fumbled, you could have taken a sack for a loss, we get that. That's, you know, that's like, you know, in poker, you either raise, check, or fold. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, we, we understand the options. Right. But I want him to at least be honest, you know. A, our offensive line isn't looking good. I didn't trust the run at that play. Don't just say, well, they knew we were going to run. So, you know, how do you get yards on that? Then when he said, you know, about the passing, like, oh, you could take a sack. Just ad- just admit that you don't trust Trubisky to turn the ball over. Yeah. Um, I know you have stronger opinions on this than I do. So I'm going to let you go in. Um,
1: just, okay. yeah. Yeah. So with with everything that happened we'll start with we'll start with Matt Nagy I mean Matt Nagy went into the game and he knew he needed to run the ball more good thing is that he went in and you know he did run the ball more Dave Montgomery got a whole bunch of carries and ran for 135 yards in a touchdown so he looked good or one bright spot but if you want to talk about a lot of negative things that that did happen with Nagy um he got simple, and then he got away from being simple. We were moving the ball under center, eye formation, offset eye, power running. We were moving the ball that way, and he just didn't like it. You could tell. Uh, we would get in the red zone, and we missed a lot of opportunities. We had three straight pass attempts in the red zone for Mitch. It's just he just never learned when we got in the red zone. The one time we scored, lo and behold, was Dave Montgomery, yeah. power run up the middle, read the blocks, just just simple, simple type stuff that Matt Nagy needs to understand. Um, We went into, uh, game looked okay uh, for the most part. We could have like absolutely slammed them into the ground if we would have converted on some of those red zone opportunities. Uh, Positive was that we moved the ball, negative is that we didn't score. So the big thing that killed Matt Nagy was at the end of the game, uh, Bears are driving down the field trying to get in range for a chip shot field goal. Uh, Mitch scrambles and gets us 10 yards. Uh, we're get, we get we, I believe we were in field goal range already at that point. It would have been like a 51-yarder, but now we got it up to a 41-yard field goal. And, uh, you know, at that point, we had 40 seconds left in the clock with one timeout on second down. So what we did next, or second or third down, what we did next was we ran the ball, or we, we kneeled it when a lot of people thought we should have ran it. So we kneeled it, we milked the clock down to three seconds, and we took a timeout. And then subsequently missed the field goal. The big negative is that why wouldn't you run the ball to get the ball just a little bit closer to uh, the field goal posts for, you know, Eddie Pinero, who had already missed a 33-yard field goal earlier in the game. So he should have known something was off. We needed to make it as easy as possible. And it wasn't even that play call that annoyed me. It was how he defended it in the press conference. If you remember correctly, he goes into the press conference and... Uh, He got asked, uh, "Can you go take us through this process of kneeling the ball? And he just goes off on the reporter basically saying like, he's like, I'm not even thinking about that right now. No, no thoughts about that. We go into that. uh, You know, we had zero thought about doing anything else besides kneeling the ball there. And they were basically like, well, why? And then, you know, he goes, well, it was like, well, we definitely, when they're expecting a run, we didn't want to lose two or three yards and have us get hurt there. But like we're losing two yards on a kneel anyway at that point, and it's just it doesn't make any sense. And then um, a lot of the reporters are asking like, well, what if, what about passing? And he goes well. We we're talking about a lot of what ifs. Like, what if you know we, we do well, and what if we get a couple yards, and like, well, what if we? And then he responds with like, what if questions as well. It's just it it did not look good. Nagy reminds me of an arrogant person who thinks he knows. But, like, has proven to this point that he does not know. And uh, it it starts up there. I mean, Mitch probably had one of his better games passing of the year. Um, The negative was that we were passing late in the game and we should have been running the ball, and that led to some two turnovers that uh, ultimately, you know, contributed in that loss. So it was uh, a lot of the game was on Nagy there, not sticking with what was working. And then uh, Mitch didn't really make it better, didn't make it worse, I guess. I mean, he... Turn the ball over. Uh, other than that, defense looked solid. Kyle Floyd interception looked good there. Uh, we need to we need to rush the passer better as well. I don't know. It was just a hard game, and the way Nagy responded with basically doubling down on the fact that you know he wasted a down uh, when we had a timeout. We could have passed. We could have could have ran the ball. It just shows that he doesn't have trust in the offense to hold the ball. Uh, I'm sure there are lots of occurrences where a defense expects you to run the ball and you run and you gain a yard like I'm sure that happens so that's what frustrated me Matt just you know dropped the ball and then def- was defending himself on it and it was just you know it just did not look good reminded me of like when Mark Tressman was doing that at the end of his career with the Bears.
0: Yeah, it's just overall in this game, what have we been saying for, what is this? I believe this is episode 11. Congratulations to us. Also my favorite number. Um, all we've been asking for is please, please, Matt, trust the run. One game. That's all we want. Yeah. Just one game. Give us give us a run. Give it a try. And if it doesn't work, we'll say, hey, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. Well, he gave it a try and Dave Montgomery is uh you know who he thought he was, a little bowling ball, always falls forward, running for yards. I mean he he was unbelievable. Of course he scored the only touchdown. I mean what I mean, what else do you expect from him? Um watching Trubisky play is watching someone that I imagine who went into like a car accident, woke up with amnesia, and was like, Hey, you remember the offense? And he's like, Oh, you're like, y'all get on out there. Yeah. Like he he is so bad right now and it's very aggravating to watch. Um week in and week out though, I have given up so much on Trubisky over the years and I've been calling him a bus for years now. What eats me alive, what oh what what really eats at my soul is watching Tariq Cohen play now.
1: Yeah, Tariq has not played well. He, got, he didn't get a lot of snaps this last weekend. Uh, but, no, I understand. But, like, dude,
0: there's so many times where he's getting the kick return or the punt return, I'm sorry, and he ran on one of them. He ran 10 yards up and then 7 yards back to go horizontal. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you doing?
1: He's trying to have a big play.
0: I get that you're not the biggest guy, but we are winning at the point. Got to just get the yards, get the better field position. You know that our defense, or I'm sorry, our offense is struggling so much to run the or move the ball in any way, shape, or form. I mean, our running game was working, but let's just be honest. Overall, for the whole season, we struggled. And why not just try to make any part easier? I don't get that about him. Um, Wide receivers, I'm fine with. I I really got no qualms with them.
1: Uh, Wide receivers, uh, you know, they had a we had a better game. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, he was wide open again. We missed him. Uh, Ellen Robinson's still amazing. And then uh, Anthony Miller actually made some catches today. Or about, not today. About time. Yeah, so he looked pretty solid. He was getting open. It's just, you know, I did notice this week we hit that out route to Taylor Gabriel that he whiffed last week. Yeah. Um, I like pointed that out right when it happened. I'm like, okay, so we can do that. He can hit it. And then he proceeded to miss a, a play action to Taylor Gabriel, where he was wide open. Just the hardest part is that Mitch, if you have a clean pocket, there's a guy wide open down the field, like, and he's wide open by 15 yards, and we're missing. Like, come on, like you're you play in the NFL. That's yeah. at this point, like,
0: we gotta move on. We gotta move on. I want is, Teddy Bridgewater. Know. I want Andy Dalton. I want anyone.
1: I say this off season we go for I'm I'm cool with I don't I don't buy into Teddy Bridgewater I think I'm scared of him a little bit. He's a he's a pure game manager that's going to get overpaid. Uh, I like Mariota mainly because he he's an RPO guy. Uh, we could run him into the ground next season and he knows Helfrich. Helfrich is our offensive coordinator. So transition should work uh, with him and then Nick Foles literally knows the offense. So I wanted him I want an easy transition if we're going to replace our QB with some, with a, like a highly technical offense like the Bears has right now. I think Nick Foles, Mariota are going to be the easiest to, to sub in. They both look good. I do like Andy Dalton. I don't know how good of a fit he is, though.
0: Yeah, I, I don't really care about Nick Foles. I, I like him or whatever. The only thing that scares me about Mariota is he has very similar issues to Mitch mm-hmm. yep. where he misses the wide-open guy and makes the wrong decisions. Um, I, I, Dude, I'm telling you This is a funeral I mean, yeah. the Bears are dead yeah. I mean, is the season over? No, we got a lot of football left to play But we There's a reason why we didn't make a trade At today's deadline And it's because of our record And the way that we're playing If we're losing these types of games You can't go out there And sell the ship Especially after what we did with Mac You can't, you know, shell off, sell off everything to get someone on a losing record, which right. is, that's, that's my opinion. Um,
1: right now we're in last place. Uh, every other team in the NFC North looks better than us. Uh, it's, it's a hard season, especially when we were supposed to be contender this year uh, to be a Bears fan when we, we knew, we basically said this season hinges on if Mitch can take a step forward, Mitch in the office can take a step forward because we know the defense, but we're going to take a half step back. Defense still looks pretty good. Turnovers are down, which we expected. The offense didn't take the step forward, so here we are.
0: Dude, I I, I love the defense. If there's one thing that I'm gonna take away from this, is defense is still looking great. I love I it's so weird to me the way I think about this. Mm-hmm. When I see Khalil Mack at triple team, I like get giddy a little bit. Like I know that he's not gonna get to the quarterback, but there's just something about um seeing that they have to put three guys to stop one guy. And I actually think with Chuck Pagano's blitz scheme, he, I'll tell you what, you remember in our first episode when we first started talking about the Bears, uh-huh. I said I was a little worried about him. Yeah, he, he shut me up. Everything that he's doing is exceeding my expectations. Do I think he's a perfect defensive coordinator? No, I don't. But I think he is doing so well with filling the shoes of Vic Vangio. Because you, everyone was a little worried, including myself, that after we hired him, you're mm-hmm. like, well, it doesn't even matter who we bring in. How are we ever going to live up to anything that we were with Fangio? Yeah, And he's doing a good job at that. And he seems that he's doing good at adapting, which I like. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does more. But our defense isn't the problem. I mean, mm-hmm. we need our offense to score more points. Yeah, That's how we're going to win.
1: It's, it really is on our offense. The hardest thing is that, you know, we have our defensive coordinator who looks really good and our defense who looks really good, but our offensive-minded head coach and the guy we brought in specifically to groom Trubisky is just – it's not working. And you, when we were doing things that were working, he got away from it. It just – it was frustrating. It's very, very frustrating this season. Uh, hopefully we come out next game. Uh, I don't even know who we're Eagles. playing next week. Eagles at Eagles, perfect. Good, good game to be at. Uh, Eagles at Eagles. Um, we'll see what happens. Um,
0: Dude, here, real point. quick though. Think of this. Think of how crazy it is and how important the quarterback position really is at this level. Because think of how the Eagles season has gone. Uh-huh. When they lose, it is because of like wide receiver issues or little lapses on defense, it's never been necessarily the quarterback. right? And then, you see how easy it is to flip and they just start making a couple of catches. Aguilar, you know, puts some stick on his hands and starts putting, like, instead of doing the hole, right. like, making some plays, they start winning games. They won the big game last week, which I'm very, I'm happy with. I'm, I was fine with that game. I don't hate the Eagles. I like the Eagles. Um, but it just shows that Mitch Trubisky, it it I, It's just so hard. It's just so hard. I'm very beaten down. It's very sad. Um, It's hard because,
1: you know, a lot of people will make the comparison to who he was drafted with. And I mean, at this point, you could say it's a fair comparison. We passed up on pretty much one Hall of Famer. I don't know about Watson. It made sense, though, like Nobody was going to really take Mahomes because the first QB taken. And then uh, the second one was, was Watson, but there was a lot of durability concerns coming out of yeah. college. And, you know, it's just it's just really, really difficult to see that we missed on two surefire guys uh, that were taken directly after Mitch. And we traded up. And uh, we need to fix it. Uh, I, I You know, I, I'm willing to give Nagy and Pace uh, the benefit of the doubt. Pace built one of the best defenses Chicago has ever seen. So They got one um, more year.
0: One yeah. more year. If we get a new quarterback next year and these problems still, still happen, Nagy, gone. Pence, gone. You got to move on. You got to go into a little bit of a rebuilding phase. Not a full rebuilding phase because of who we got on defense. And I don't hate our offense. It's
1: just... I think even if next year we bring in a QB and we do all right, um, I still think if if the ownership believes in Pace still at that point, we still run with Pace and Nagy, and they go get another guy that Nagy wants, and that'll be like the last shot. Um, I don't know if they they fired Pace before that. I still think it's like really difficult spot to be in. The hardest thing though is that Pace decided that Mitch was the guy. Yeah. And, this is uh, the
0: pick that he is gonna be remembered for.
1: Right. And I think one of the biggest things we need to be very mindful of too um is, you know, I, I think Mitch tricked him. I think he you know, we he wants to be this amazing QB. We see it. He wants to be the guy. And we want him to be the guy as well, and he just—he's not it. He's just not good. It's like a guy that like is super passionate and loves, you know, loves the game, but he's just not very good at it. And that's just the hardest part to see. So um, I think he went into those interviews. I think he looked good in shorts and was slinging the ball during those private workouts. Sounded answered, answered all the right questions in the interviews during the combine, and and it makes sense. So
0: you know uh, what? He also real. had he had that story behind him. He had that story that he didn't win this job until senior year, mm-hmm. and then it looked like he made all his coaches, you know, regret that they, he didn't start more. Uh, he looked like he had that chip on his shoulder that it was gonna convert over to the next level where he was gonna play with that intensity. He just some players happen like this, and I'm I'm here to go out and say I think he is a bigger bust than Jamarcus Russell.
1: Uh, I don't know if he's a bigger I think Jamarcus Russell is a combination of bad and lack of preparation. See, Mitch is preparing. He's staying in late. He cares. He's just, the, bright, the lights are too bright for him. And that goes back to the college. College, yeah. lack of production in college, or lack of just doing anything in college. College thing, it makes sense, though. They had the guy in front of him, Marquise Williams, who the year before Mitch played. They went like... 11-1 and one or something And lost to Clemson They were undefeated So it makes sense They're not going to bench this guy Who's leading an undefeated
0: oh, I completely North Carolina agree.
1: team And everyone was like How can you not beat him out It's just is they're winning With the other guy <laughs> So I mean I'm going to keep my quarterback that they were winning with So I get that But that's
0: like a good story That you want to hear Especially yeah. from like a fan perspective You want this guy That's coming out here That thinks he's got something to prove And he's going to show everyone wrong Or prove everyone wrong It just didn't happen Yeah Um Let's, let's get off the Bears topic before I start crying. I'm going to yeah. have to go through a whole box of tissues. In um, other news, uh, I got a hot take, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Russell Wilson, he's getting older, got that big deal, and he is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? I think not, and here's why. Okay. Sierra, his wife, I don't know if you know, yeah. um, she's been making headlines all year. And it started since football started and it's really funny about how she's changed up her wardrobe and she's dressing more provocatively and she's, you know, looking better than ever. And people are saying, wow, she looks like she did when she came out with two-step and she's looking like she's 25 again.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Here's what I think's going on. I think that she is Pavlov's dogging Russell Wilson. I okay. think it's like, hey, if you throw two touchdowns, run for another one, and then throw for about, you know, at least 200 yards, then rush for another like 50. Uh huh. are a little something scandalous.
1: <laughs> I think that's what's going on. He's getting classically conditioned and playing well because then his wife looks hotter.
0: Yeah. I think he is just on a reward yeah. system, and yeah. I think it's genius. Do you, Russell? Because, I mean, Sierra, I, if you want to pull a picture of her, she really does look. Great.
1: Okay, Sierra. Okay. Um, I think, honestly, at this point, it makes sense. It all adds up. It's a C. Okay, Sierra.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, she looks really good. I, I, I mean, how? when When have you ever seen a player get like this big? God damn. Yeah, right? Isn't she 20? She says she's 24. That might not be that. Her. That might be that. Strong. That's not her. Dude, Sierra Russell Wilson's wife. Yeah. I mean, dude, she's just looking really good.
1: Ah, there she is. That's yeah, right Sierra. It's just Sierra. That's her name, man. Yeah,
0: Sierra. she's like Cher Bono. <laughs> okay. I wow. mean, she looks great, and then she's showing off all these, like I mean, look at that, like scandalous, low, cleavage showing. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He got this big paycheck and oh come on, dude. She's a
1: smoke. Okay, yeah. No, he def she definitely is Pavlov's dogging you know, Russell Wilson. Look at him.
0: It's like Every time he hits a touchdown, like did you notice every time he's mic'd up at yeah. the beginning of the game, he goes, Oh, nothing better than game day. It's because he knows. He knows he's about to go out there perform and he's gonna come home to just a super happy wife to a super wearing wife. something crazy.
1: Yep. So that makes sense. It adds up. Um, it's simple science that yeah. he plays better, and that's usually the reason why. So
0: um, if it's okay, I'd like to transition off of Football for a second before we go to timeout. Um, And then we'll come back to do our locks of the week. The Bulls, wow. I mean, NBA season has started. And let's just talk about Chicago sports for a second. Hawks stink. Mm -hmm. Bulls stink. They were winning the entire game last night. The entire game for the last three minutes and 37 seconds, they didn't score. (laughs) <laughs> and then they lost again. That's the only time they had a lead change, and they lost. That's incredible to me. I mean, they're terrible. Um, and it's weird. It's like our pieces aren't even that bad. It's just we're not playing well. I think Bolton is uh, – or Boylan, sorry. Which, Boiling, yeah. not to brag, it's one of our friend's uncle. So I I know she listens to it, so I'm not going to like bash him too hard. But – what I said, it's, it's got to be hard for her and her family, like, every tabloid they open up and they hear about the Bulls is how they got to fire their uncle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be hard.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, they're awful. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge... I don't know much about basketball. I don't know it was the Bulls this year. <laughs> excuse me. I don't know. I, I, I This was supposed to be the year that they were supposed to take a step and push for even a playoff spot, and they're losing to some pretty bad teams to start the season doesn't look yeah doesn't they look lost great. to
0: the what the 30th ranked team and the 28th ranked team
1: it was the the Knicks and Hornets Hornets yep yep
0: so yeah we're killing it on that front uh-huh. um overall in the NBA though it's been a kind of an exciting season Lakers are doing exactly what we expected um but on the unexpected note <laughs> Warriors Hey, Warriors, we'll, uh, we'll open up this funeral for you, too, because you're dead. You're dead. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Warriors. They're awful. They're 1-2 and two right now, but they look terrible. The only team they've beat is a, a zero-win Pelicans, who are super young. Um, they are dead, and I couldn't be happier. I was so sick of their run. I was so sick of, like, every season. It was just basically playing to see who they're going to face in the finals. So that's really good. Um, Houston, here, I got a stat for you. Uh, James Harden is averaging 28 points a game. Mm-hmm. He is 25%. His shooting percentage is less than his points per game.
1: Wow. So he you no know, takes a lot of shots. And I know but that that's that trade crazy. just happened too, right? With uh, They traded um, Chris Paul. To whoever they just played. Oh, they got um, Okay see Yeah. Who'd they get? What was his name? What's that funny guy's name? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Russell oh, no. Westbrook. Yeah. They got Westbrook. Oh, the funny guy. The funny guy. The guy who always... He scores a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just there's not enough time to go around with. I mean, both those guys, Harden and Westbrook, need the ball. Yeah. Uh, there's just not enough balls to go around. Those, yeah. Uh, And other stuff, I mean, the Houstons, I mean, there's some of the stereotypical teams are just good.
1: Uh
0: Um, I'm excited for this. I'm more excited for college basketball to start. I want to see what's going on here. A lot of teams with a lot of hype. Um, It's crazy because, like, last year all you heard was Duke, 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 Duke. He's a Zion. Now you're hearing a couple of rumbles about other teams, which is good. Um I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I'm gonna to try to get more into it because I know we got some basketball listeners. So we'll try to do that. But just we're football guys. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Are um, you
1: nervous about Illinois in a couple weeks versus your Iowa? For Iowa, yeah. Shout the- out to
0: Iowa. Big win this week. Not a big deal. We we walked out there and uh, beat the poop
1: out of uh, Purdue. So what was uh, the score? Uh, let's pull it up. I'm pretty sure we did. We shut them out. Maybe. But uh, Illinois is looking very good. Oh, at twenty-four to six, we beat Purdue. Uh, okay. we beat so them twenty-seven
0: to twenty, I think.
1: We followed up the Wisconsin win with a very convincing uh, whooping of Purdue. We should go in there. I mean, Rutgers is coming to to Champaign. Uh, we should be able to. We should be able to smack down Rutgers, and then we head over to go play Iowa.
0: I think I was at
1: Iowa on the 23rd. At Iowa, yeah. So uh, hey, I mean. Illinois, we could, you know, based on our remaining schedule, um, if we don't win out versus versus Iowa, we could end the season 7-5, and five, um, which is mind-boggling, if you think about it. So we go into Rutgers, that should be a win. Uh, oh, so we should go into uh, Michigan State for the following week, and then two weeks later we play Iowa. Uh, the time is to be decided based on – what Illinois is looking like in over these next two weeks. We could be a competitive team at that point. It could be a flex to a night game.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to use a quote from the greatest Lee Neeson movie of all time in. Good luck. I, it's just, good luck. <laughs> especially if it turns out to be a night game, that's not going to look good. But that'll be fun. It's the day before my birthday, so we should watch together. Um, can you do me a favor? Can you pull up Minnesota, their schedule? Because I love that everyone is so high on Minnesota right now. They haven't played a ranked team. They haven't played anyone good, mm-hmm. and it's mind blowing to me.
1: Yeah. So and they're about to
0: come into a nice little ranked street, and we'll see how they go.
1: So yes, they played, have played pretty much nobody. No one. Um, no one. They beat us pretty bad, but now next week, I mean, they're playing against Penn State this week, or and then they next got weekend, Iowa. Yeah. And then Iowa. So those are going to be the – and then Wisconsin. So those those are going to be the big test for them if they want uh, to have a a, a Big Ten championship spot. They're going to need to pretty much win out at this point. Yeah, because if they –
0: so if they lose two and we win both of ours, we might actually have a chance to clinch the West, which would be insane. Mm -hmm. And I'm super happy about that. But we'll see how that goes.
1: If you guys beat Minnesota, there's – there's not a real chance at that point.
0: Yeah, they do. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat Penn State.
1: Yeah, so it's Penn fun. State looks good. Penn State looks good. It's just fun being an Illini fan now because all of a sudden yeah. we're good. We're back. It's it's official. Um, Dude,
0: Lovey's going to buy a house next. You know it just because you know that that Wisconsin win sealed him to get an extension. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do our locks of the week and then let's go into timeout. So this week, finally the odds makers gave us Chicago fans and degenerates a little bit of leeway and have the Bears as a dog. Mm -hmm. Finally. We We stink. And every week you know we're not going to bet against the Bears. So why do you always make us favorites? So finally the Bears are plus five. That's an enticing one. Uh, Colts versus the Steelers is mind-blowing to me. How the Colts are dogs. Mm-hmm. Colts look really good. Um, Buffalo doesn't really rock my socks like everyone is. They're plus nine or they're minus nine and a half. I'm sorry. Um, Titans with Tannehill looking decent. Carolina just got blown out. I thought that was going to be a way more competitive game. Yep. Um, Jets Dolphin. Ooh, that's going to be a real barn burner. I can't. Uh, it. Buccaneers Seahawks. Dude, seriously, the Buccaneers are mind boggling to me. Because Jameis Winston is a different quarterback every time he takes the field. Yeah, it's crazy to me. He can He's be like good, can, he, and then he'll
1: follow it up with a dud. It's and like sixty-yard
0: pass to Chris Godwin, and then four interceptions, and then a big touchdown. It's it's so weird to me. I don't get it. Uh, the Lions, I like the Lions as a dog against Oakland. I don't really like Oakland. Oh wow, um, that's kind of mind-boggling to I me. I
1: put money on Detroit. Detroit should be able to beat Oakland.
0: Um, Let me see. I think the Ravens and Eagles line is way too thin. Minus four pats I think is way, way too thin. Um, I'm thinking, who is my lock of the week? I think my lock of the week is going to be... 8.30
1: a.m. Wow. Well, they're in London, right? The London game? Yeah, Yeah, it's the early London game. Houston versus Jags. Excuse me. Uh... Houston um, favored.
0: I'm going to go. My lock of the week is going to be, whew, man, I think I'm going to go Lions plus two.
1: Lions plus two. I, I was either tip, between tip that the or the that Colts.
0: And do you want that one? Fine. I'll, I'll take Colts plus one.
1: Yeah, I was going to take Lions plus two. My backup was going to be the Colts. Those are the two games that, you know, uh, Steelers are favored against the Colts right there. Colts are looking good. I like the Colts here. Um I think the Steelers are a little bit overrated. Um, after the win yesterday, like they think they're hot shit.
0: Dude, if their defense was able to get a little bit exposed by the Dolphins? Yeah. Colts defense looks
1: really good. Yeah.
0: So, I'm very happy with that. Um,
1: Lions, I like the Lions. They got a solid defense. Running games okay. I like the Since Lions carry on this year. Johnson get hurt. Um, This board is so much better than last week's.
0: Yeah. It's so much better.
1: Well, I'm going to put down a nice big parlay this week. Uh, I finally have enough money to start betting again my new job, so... There you go. um, I can start investing into uh, sports gambling. Yeah, it's So that'll be useful. All right. Uh, Just
0: a reminder, gamble responsibly. Don't gamble any more than you have. Uh, Just be smart about it. Have a little fun with it. Start off with small bets if you're uh, a new... Gambler, don't get anything crazy, um, and then just gamble responsibly. Yeah. Um, okay, time out. Where? On the podcast.
1: Oh. Okay. So,
0: in news, I mean, I don't know how everyone isn't talking about it. Chick, or I'm sorry, Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is about to return.
1: Yep. I thought it was, is it back already? Or Is it back?
0: They hired 400 new employees just because of this sandwich.
1: 400 just employees across the country in different shops. Or, yeah. Oh. That's uh, a
0: lot of people to hire just because of, of a sandwich.
1: Yeah. I want to see. it's only $5? It's back. Okay. So Publish with Nago uh, announces official date of return November 3rd to be exact. This upcoming Sunday. Remember, Sunday. Turn your clocks Sunday. Back. Sunday. Wow. Um what time is Popeyes open on Sunday? Popeyes. I guess is eleven Chicago. Because
0: they don't do a breakfast. Um, uh, Dude, sh- sh- which sh- one closes sh- at one a.m.? That is genius. Smart. Oh, it's the one by us.
1: Um, nice. I want Popeyes on you know, Fortin. What's the closest one? Right? Yeah, that's the one I got mine at. So, what does the schedule look like? Ten a.m. Ten a.m. So oh, line up, better. line up at Popeyes at ten a.m. Get your chicken sandwich. I am stoked. I cannot wait to eat that. The um, beer has had the chicken sandwich. I have not had the chicken sandwich. I Yes. I, I and I couldn't be more excited. It might be one of the best chicken sandwiches that there is. And uh, wow. you know, Popeyes, keep it up. I what mean, do you think
0: about them hiring 400 people? Smart. Smart. I mean, 400 people is a lot of people. I mean, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but I bet they have under 10,000 stores. So... I mean, it's got to be very impressive. Um, yeah, I'm I mean,
1: excited. Popeyes is uh, I'm I'm pretty happy to see what they're doing at this point. They're 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 being smart about it because every single time I've gone and we've seen like these Popeyes have been you know selling out or the lines are out the door. They needed just more staff, so it makes makes sense they're adjusting. And uh, I'm excited. Sunday's gonna be a big day. Uh, we got some football and uh, Bears are gonna disappoint us again. And then. Um, Popeye's. Popeye's will make me happier.
0: Either way, I think I'm going to get Popeye's on Sunday, whether they win or lose. Um, if they lose, I'll probably get two to drown my sorrows, sorrows, and if they win, I'll probably get three, if they allow me. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't even ask this. How was your weekend?
1: Weekend was good. Um, went out to Minnesota, visited the uh, the GF in Minnesota, and then I watched the Bears game at a bar, and it was in Minnesota, so of course I was surrounded by packers and vikings fans and uh after we missed the kick there was a there was an old guy that was like a couple of t- tables away and minnesota's so nice you know everyone's so so nice there he started like looking at me and he goes bears still suck bears still suck started like chanting a little bit and i go i look at him and go, this is this is my life and then he starts laughing, and he goes, you guys fix Kirk, fix Kirk Cousins for us. Thanks so much. It's like yeah. classic Minnesota guy trying to be nice. After I could tell that he felt bad after he was giving me crap and kicking yeah. me while we were down. But uh, it, was a, it was a good weekend. Uh, got Did you do TV. any Halloween parties? Uh, no, didn't do any Halloween. I tried to get the girlfriend to go out and do a Halloween contest with me, but she has um, some older friends who wanted to, to go to just a different brewery and drink and um, not go too crazy. I was a little bit... I was like, ah, we could have easily gone. But um, we had the option. No, we did fall things instead. Went to to an apple orchard.
0: Oh, did Um, you get apple cider donuts?
1: uh, Did, we did. I brought some apples home. uh, Had some apples and peanut butter yesterday. It was very good. Uh,
0: What is your favorite thing to do in Minnesota? I've only been once. Um, I went to Minneapolis and saw the new stadium. It was kind of cool. What's your favorite thing to do when you go there? Um, Besides seeing the girl.
1: Uh... (laughs) Honestly, there's a whole, there's not a whole lot to do. Uh, so every time is a little bit different. But honestly, it's just a, a medium-sized town. The bars are cool, so I like to go there and uh, drink. There's really nothing else to do in Minnesota, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, if I if there was something more fun, I I would say it. But there are some fun things to do in like Minneapolis. Uh, but that's just an extra hour on the commute up there, so. I like to stay in Rochester. Like to keep it chill, and uh, the beer is pretty cheap there, so right. I'm pretty happy with that.
0: That's good. I had a very good weekend. Uh, yeah. Special shout out. It was my brother Anthony's wedding this weekend. So uh, a big shout out to Anthony and welcoming the newest Bria Kate. Um, it was a awesome wedding. Uh-huh. I really liked it. So I I, I stood up in it. Um, the church was very nice. We had the rehearsal dinner. We went to the church. Actually, they call it a chapel, not a church. I don't know the difference between them, but whatever. Uh-huh. Um, we had the rehearsal dinner. It was very nice. Then we went to Magiano's for this huge like mm-hmm. feast: uh, calamari, stuffed mushroom, salad, steak. Was that out in like? Chicken parm.
1: Was that wood, uh Was that Woodfield or? No, it no, was? it was in the
0: it was in the city. So oh, we okay. went to the one on uh, in River North. Okay, uh, that was very good. I got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in so long um besides every single person coming up to me i'm not even joking i think i got asked maybe 40 to 50 times of when i'm gonna pop the question
1: oh good
0: that was getting kind of annoying oh god wow (laughs) but the wedding day itself was really nice we went up my brother had a very nice suite at a hotel um i forgot what hotel was but it was awesome we went there we got ready watched iowa Iowa win wisconsin lose so that was good um the ceremony was super quick it was like 30 minutes super fast in and out i loved it uh and then the reception was at cafe brower i think i'm saying that right and that is the cafe at lincoln park zoo and it was so sick oh yeah it was awesome
1: did you get to pet any animals no they
0: we weren't allowed to go out but it was it was really nice it was really well done the band shout out to the band Entourage was the band. Killed it. They played three different sets throughout the night. It was impressive. They killed it. We closed the evening down with they They left like all their instruments up and let us sing a song, so we sang Creed. Um, I don't know if anyone's a big Creed fan out there, but my brother's a huge Creed fan, so we got a little nuts singing Creed. Uh, but overall, it was, a, it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I disappointed a lot of people because... I only had three beers the entire day. Wow, why? I know, I just wasn't feeling well. Like I I didn't get a good night's sleep. I had to wake up early to go to the hotel, and then I was like exhausted throughout the day. And then I was just having this like pounding headache. And so it's just like normally if I drink, it just gets worse. So I just decided to nip it in the butt. And uh, sorry, and uh, you know I have a good time. But it was it was awesome. Uh, they're on their way to Thailand right now. And then the next time I'll see him is Fall Catalog Night. Remember, oh, buy your tickets. I got to buy my ticket. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Follow us on iTunes. Spread the word. We're donating to charity, people. We're donating to charity. Don't you want to help out to charity? You Buy your ticket, donate, or just follow us and we'll donate for you. Yeah. Um, um, other than that, that was pretty much my whole weekend. I mean, there wasn't really anything to, you know do besides besides that okay um but yeah it was awesome if you're looking for a desk or a place to do your wedding i would highly recommend cafe brower except what was sad is it looked like they were bringing around all these really really tasty hors d'oeuvres like the you know finger foods Mm -hmm. but because i was in it i had to like wait downstairs and they wouldn't like let me eat oh get this yeah i was livid so i get there And I see my 90-year-old grandmother, okay? My Uh 90-year-old grandmother. And so I want to go say hi. Of course. Okay? So I break away from the pack. I'm going to just go say hi. I had 15 minutes. I start walking and there's one of the wedding planners comes out and goes, what do you think you're doing? Oh. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm going to say hi to my grandmother. Uh Uh-huh. And she goes, can you make it quick? And I literally looked at her and I was like, Get away from me! What are you talking? I'm going to say hi to my grandma. Like, wow! I'm not going to miss my entrance. Like, stop it! Like, Incredible. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, "Who, who are you to say that to someone? Yeah, what do you think you're doing? What, I'm just going to say hi." Can you make it quick? Yeah. Jesus, dude, come on! It's my grandma. Yeah. So that that pissed me off. But besides that, it was a it was a lovely night. Um. Do you have your outfit picked up for Fall Catalog Night?
1: I mean, it's gonna be a fall. I don't. I don't know what, what to really wear. Um, it's gonna just be a fall fall theme for myself. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions for me? Because I was gonna go with the. Because I mean, maybe this year what I'll do is I'll do the plaid shirt with the vest over it. Oh. Um, and then just with some jeans, but like I don't know what else to wear. Like it's just it's really difficult because. I'm not a very fashionable person, and I'm not even sh- totally sure where to start. So yeah, well,
0: I—I well, I mean, look, pick up a J. Crew novel, look up fall fashion. i, I have faith in you, and whatever you wear, I'm sure it's going to be good. Um, I talked to my the people that are putting it on. Um, I think we have 42 of us mm-hmm. coming, like of our friend group. Yep. I think that's more than my brother's friends are coming. Wow, which is very funny.
1: Yeah, so me and me and Jenny, um, I just bought our ticket while we were sitting. Is here. she coming? Uh she will be there. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then I got to just make Johnny get his ticket. So yeah, then we're good. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. pumped for that. That's gonna be a good time. Might might bring Kevin Carter. We'll see. Um, I love Kevin. Yeah, he was asking what we were doing these next couple of weeks. But yeah, we'll be. That'll be a fun. Fall catalog was a shit show for me last year. I still have some pretty funny pictures. On my phone from
0: that. Oh, dude, that was a good old-fashioned time. You and yeah. uh, Johnny, they took over the um, the photo booth. I mean, I guess it's not a photo booth. It's yeah. like a big area, but that was really funny. <laughs> uh, to switch it up, I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. Yeah. Because that yeah. eSports stuff is actually blowing up. Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. there's like some League of Legends tournament, which I've never actually played the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't know if it's... it fun?
1: Yeah. Well, so I played it... Really, really aggressively at the end of high school and into the beginning of college, I played at a, I played on a U of I, there was a U of I tournament and I played and that was the last time I played. It was when I actually had to practice with other people and I was like, this isn't fun anymore. What type Um, of game is it? It's so, I'll just really general overview. There's two teams of five. You pick a character for your character, your character has four abilities and you run around the map trying to destroy the other team's base. And then, so there's like, you know, at one base versus one, be- one base, they all spawn like a couple, you know, soldiers, and they have the soldiers run down and attack each other. And your job is to like, you know, support those soldiers and attack the other heroes on the other team. And there's big team fights. And it's it's been a, been a thing since uh, uh, there was a, like a game mod that, kind of inspired it. that came out in like early 2000s. Um, and then the people who created the mod started League of Legends and they blew up. Um, well, it was a massive,
0: massive. Yeah, event. I saw that the grand prize was $7 million. $7 million,
1: yeah. So it's, it's That's huge crazy. now. Um, it, esports is, a, is growing very, very massively. There's a reason that there are a, a massive investments going into it. Um, it. It was a great game. It, I was totally addicted and I'm glad that I'm done playing that game. But uh I totally get there's there's a whole league behind it. Um there's a lot of esports leagues that are blowing up. At my old job I used to work for a company that would help, you know, get people athletically recruited. And I was working on the esports team for a little bit. So it was like you're talking to these guys and you're asking questions like how many hours a day do you play a video game? And parents are too afraid to tell you the right answer because they're embarrassed. But you know it's it's crazy how big it is and there's I mean there's people with thousands and thousands of viewers on twitch. TV giving them money all the time and it's just crazy that it's become this big
0: I saw that more people watch this world championship than the Super Bowl
1: yeah that's what happens because it's a global game now uh I mean global phenomena there's it's just it's fun to watch like there's an American team go up against like a a danish team the danish team wipes the floor with the american team and then the chinese team comes. it's just like it's a whole global sport designed around a free video game league of legends is 100 percent free yes
0: free. maybe i'll give it a try
1: it's it's a computer game um be prepared because the game's really really hard for new players but uh it's it's uh it's fun if you you like it but just be very very mindful that it's uh very addictive definitely Wow, I yeah. mean, I,
0: I'm I'm a, I'm fascinated to see. We got the new Call of Duty over here. It yeah. is so hard.
1: Call of Duty is a big a big, uh, a, a big sport. So it's Call of Duty, the the Fortnite, you know, PUBG. So Fortnite
0: made seven billion dollars. Yeah, and it's a free game.
1: Yeah, um, and then uh, like Rocket League is is pretty big. Hearthstone, which is like that card game. Uh, yeah. That's it's uh, it's pretty funny, but the new Call of Duty. There's a funny funny line that I was talking to like this kid helping this kid get recruited for for Call of Duty. He's telling me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can play Call of Duty. I can also play Fortnite if you need me to. Normally we take down two games that he might be good for, because these coaches want to see flexibility there. Call of Duty might not be big anymore by the time he's a senior in college, that type of thing. And like he goes. Yeah, you know, I I played a lot of Fortnite, but I just stuck with Call of Duty. I'm like, what made you stay with Call of Duty? He goes, honestly, like there's more money to be made at these tournaments in Call of Duty. And I just started laughing. And he's like, Yeah. The kid won uh like twenty grand that I talked to in the in a tournament in Florida. And he's like, Yeah, we we got second place. Team that beat us, we were a bunch of professional players. It's their job to go around and win these tournaments. And it's like, well, you're in high school, so you've got a bright future ahead of you, kid. So, dude, that's crazy. People are just
0: making so much money off it. Expect a beer league esports team coming soon. Oh, let's start a league. We'll, start a we'll team. F- we'll figure out something. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the rankum. Yeah. Okay, this week, um, I I made this rank specifically for Johnny. Uh huh. So Uh-oh. I might table it for next week. We might need to. Yeah. Which kind of makes me sad. Okay. Um, Oh, man. I don't know what to rank now. Do you have anything that we should rank? Um. I'm sorry. I know, guys, this is very unprofessional, but I made it for someone, so I feel bad. Yeah. We can do, uh, we have a third-party kind of host who sent me a list of ranks we should do that he would like to hear. He's a listener. Shout out to Jake. Okay. Let me pull them up. So, Chicago pizza restaurants. Okay. Modes of transportation. Oh, we should do Chicago pizza restaurants. Chicago pizza. Do- All right, let's do Chicago pizza restaurants. Okay. Um it's going to be
1: Okay, or should we just do pizza styles? No, let's do pizza restaurants. There's only a couple pizza styles. That's fair. Yeah, it would it would be like Chicago style deep dish, your pan, and then you got like Detroit style, which is like your Jets pizza. Then you got New um, York,
0: yeah, it Neapolitan. Just, it's just coal yeah. fire. let's just go
1: with the best pizza, best pizzas in Chicago, or yes, best Chicago pizza restaurants.
0: Let's go top oh. for deep dish, because um, that'll be easier. Let's do deep dish. Yeah. So Lou Malnati's, e no no. I'm not.
1: Gino's East is
0: terrible. Lumonati's, Giordano's, uh, Pequod's, mm-hmm. and what's a good fourth? What about that pizza oven grinder, the pot pie one? Have you had that?
1: Oh, no, I haven't I haven't tried that. Uh, but it looks really good. It's like a and famous thing here in Chicago. You're going to put that as your number four?
0: Yeah, it tastes like a pot pie. Okay. What about Peace Pizza? Oh, that's not deep dish, though.
1: Yeah, so Chicago Deep Dish has a place in my heart. Um, the ten best I'm look, we're looking it up right now just for examples, but my top it, it starts at the very top. It's definitely lose is the number one. There's not even really a close second. Do you reason, get buttercrust? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Buttercrust at lose. The reason it's the best is because it's not absolutely freaking massive. It's not like a Girodanos where you have one slice and you're ready to go to bed. You have one slice of Lumonades, it's, it's not gonna put you right to sleep. It's a good size, good amount. So I put my Lumonades as my number one. That is the creme de la creme of Chicago. And then number two, I would put Pequods. I love Pequods, love Pequods just so much. I, they're gonna be my, coming in hard at number two. That's a pretty solid lock right there. Number three goes down to uh, Giordano's. Um, Giordano's have had it; it's good. It's just, I don't know when I would ever want to go there. They like, have the just... worst. I
0: live. I mean, you know how close I live to one. I, yeah. uh, I've been there once. I, I, they it's not terrible. It's just their crust is such dog shit. Yeah. It's such dog shit. A good
1: good crust is. And the other big
0: ones are Gino's. Ease. Gino's ease is so bad.
1: Gino's ease is bad. It, it's really really bad. It's not even on my top 4. Um my number 4 is there's I don't really even know if you can count it, but I say it's out it's out in the burbs. It's called Tortorices right by my house. There's probably a couple little chain spots. But uh, my dad went to high school with the guy who owns it. And uh, that deep dish was is so good. It is literally it was my favorite until I tried Lumalnatis, and then Lumalnatis is number one, and it was like my my intro to deep dish pizza, and it was incredible. It's just it's so good. If you're ever in the Arlington Heights area, look up Tortorices. Stop at that place, little hole in the wall pizza place. Awesome stuff.
0: Yeah, um, mine's gonna be a little similar. Uh, number one is definitely gonna be Buttercrust crust Lumalnatis. I'm not a big <laughs> uh, deep dish fan. I'm more of the square cut tavern style. Yeah. But um, I love that butter crust. Give me some pepperoni. Their sausage kind of goes downhill sometimes. Kind of hit or miss, which is weird. Number two is going to be Art of Pizza. It's very good. It is so filling, though, like you were saying. like Literally, like, one slice and you're done. Um, Number three, I'm going to go Pequod's. Pequod's, to me, though, is basically just focaccia bread. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even remind me of pizza. The bread is really
1: thick, yeah. Yeah,
0: it just kind of reminds me of focaccia bread. Um, and then number four is going to be Giordano's. It, it's it's not terrible, but it's not good. And their crust is awful. Every I play a game, me and my girlfriend, every time we walk by the window, we always look. And then we say, uh-oh, no one's eating their crust. Yeah, because the crust dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're coming to Chicago, a lot of people are going to say you're going to want to go for deep dish. I would say the only one I would ever send anyone to is Lou Malnati's. Yeah um i think square cut tavern style is the way to go uh pequod's has a very good thin crust tavern style peace pizza has a pretty good one i love peace pizza um art of pizza has good thin crust it's a little thicker um pats though pats thin crust might be the best it's very close to Vito and nicks it's like super like even thinner than a saltine cracker thin crispy it's really good They're not giving it away, though. It's pretty expensive. (laughs) But it is very good. So if you haven't had that, I don't know if you've had Pat's. No, I haven't. Oh, I highly recommend Pat's. Pat's Pizza? Pat's Pizza. There's two of them. There's one on Lincoln? I want to say Lincoln.
1: Uh Uh-huh. There is one on Lincoln. One downtown and then one on Lincoln. Yeah, it's super good. It's like
0: super, super thin and crispy. But it's really
1: good. Okay. Pat's Pizza? Yeah,
0: I would highly recommend that. That's the one we get for when we cater from work and it's really good okay and that it's really nice because you can put far. back like 20 of those little slices and you don't feel too bad not that far from me i
1: could definitely stop there yeah all right well hey no that's i'm always down to try new pizza i'm a pizza guy so uh absolutely now i'm the best part about living in chicago is that you know we have a top four of pretty damn good pizza so i'm yeah. happy with that
0: I'm good. I wish, I, I just think deep dish is the tourist trap. Yeah. And I wish that thin square, because we're also known for that, is talked about a little bit more. Yeah. So don't knock until you try
1: it. I think it's a little bit overrated for the people that come here. It's like, well, I have to try Chicago style pizza. People are going to go into it thinking it's the best thing since sliced bread. and It's, you know, it's a different style. And you got to go into that mentality versus.
0: There's a lot of deep dish pizza that doesn't even taste like pizza. It's weird. Yeah.
1: But don't go to Geno's East. Do not go to Geno's East. Don't waste your time. It's so
0: bad. Don't, don't waste your time. It's so bad. I'd rather get Connie's at like a Blackhawks game or something. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's a good one. Sorry yeah. if we came off a little sad. You just know how it's going with the Bears. Our and in peace. It'll
1: be okay. I'm going to cry again. It'll be okay. Uh, Bears... You know what? We don't have any expectations anymore, so you can't disappoint us. Um, <coughs>
0: All I want them to do is cover this weekend. Yeah. Cover the
1: five-point spread, and I'll count that as a win. The hardest thing, though, is we don't even have a first-round pick. Like we, traded, we traded for Mac. We traded our first-round pick. So if we tank, we don't actually get a good pick out of it. <coughs>
0: just excuse life. me. Just life. Yeah. All okay. right. Uh, well, excuse me. Uh, once again, congratulations to my brother and Kate. Yep. Congrats. Thank you for everyone listening. Remember, spread the word. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on iTunes. Um, Yeah. All right. That's it for us. Have a good night.